Alright guys, back on Lipfit Podcast today, I've got Jack joining me, I'll let you introduce yourself mate. Yeah, g'day, uh, my name is Jack, uh, I'm a trainer at Good Life Peppermint Grove, uh, been training with Cash for a year and a half, um, and excited to do today's podcast. Wicked, cool man, what, uh, what got you in the industry? Um, basically I was working a desk job, and I really didn't like it, like hated sitting behind the computer, like felt very agitated, um, I suppose it comes from having like a very active kind of previous role uh working in the military so i like working in keeping my body active as well as my mind um so i decided to you know just do the cert for uh course and then basically applied for like the first gym that i saw and got it and that's just kind of gone from there yeah wicked man that's cool what about you uh what about me man similar thing Working working behind desk, uh, it's funny because like you know the busier you get with uh, now obviously only a gym and things like that, mm. like the more you sit behind a desk, so you kind of yeah. go back towards that sort of thing. Yeah, but, um, yeah, similar thing to you, man. Like before uh, personal training, got into uh, I was uh, boxing competitively, playing rugby, and then I got into uh, the gym, started lifting, and I just loved it. I loved the fact that you listen to music all day. Yeah. We have runners and just, yeah, just have a, have a good time to, at work. Yeah, it's a nice environment to be in, like, especially when you like it. And then that coincides with actually making the computer work bearable because it's like things that you want to progress on and like make your business, you know, more optimum for, for people and for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Love it, man. Yeah. And um, what have been uh, some highlights along the way? Ooh, some highlights. It's funny. I was actually thinking about this like the past couple of days of like where my business has gone since I started and where my clients have come like with me. And then I I look at maybe like the first six months as being like pretty difficult. And like, you know, you don't really have many clients. You know, you have your, your rent uh, is due every week. You don't really know if you're gonna stay in, like in the industry. It's like, is this a make or break? So 100% like after that six months and realizing you've got a good kind of it might not be many clients, but like a good base of people around you and that want to see you succeed. And then I guess, you know, there's ups and downs with it, but every couple of months you, you tend to look back and see, oh, look, I've got X amount of new clients. I've improved in this sort of, you know, streamlining my business or I've got this new software, which makes me be able to connect with my clients better. So that, that's, a, that's one highlight is just kind of reflecting at that. Uh, and the other is kind of like where I'm at now is like where I'm trying to continually push myself to become a better coach for my current clients um, and to set up, you know, new processes uh, in getting new clients, challenging myself with, with social media, um, doing things like the podcast and, and kind of, you know, continually learning and make myself a little bit more uh, sharp. Yeah. Yeah, working, man. Yeah. yeah, cool. And that's... Uh... What yeah. were you going to say? I was going to say, what about you? What are your highlights? You've been doing this a while now, so... Yeah, man. Seeing clients win golds. Like, probably in the time I've been coaching, I've probably had about 30 gold medals of, yeah. in powerlifting alone. Like, probably about 20-odd gold medals in bodybuilding. A um, mm. few golds in strongman. Like, seeing clients win when they come to you, and especially when they don't know where it's going to go or what they're going to do. Yeah. I think that's, that's a cool thing, man. Like, yeah, just... Being able to help people do things they never thought they could do, and they yeah. do a competition, they walk away with a gold medal. Like holy shit! I did yeah. it. It's just like this is a, it's a cool feeling, man. Like I love that aspect, and uh, yeah, anything performance based, I think is uh, yeah, obviously you know it's what I do, strength and performance. Yeah. It's just being able to help people push those limits that they never thought were possible, 
and yeah, I love that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's cool. It's kind of like humbling. Hey, like when you can, when you step back and say, look, they actually achieved their results. It's like wow. They, one, they listened. Yeah. And two, it's a it's a great sense of pride when you know that you like worked hard and gave them what they want. Um, yeah, it's it's a nice feeling. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like for that. sure. Yeah, no, it's just cool, man. Like it's a, it's such a good it's such a good industry to work in, and there's so many ways you can progress yourself on yeah. as well. Like, um, yeah. It's just, that's good, man. Yeah. yeah. What have been like the biggest learning points? So like, you've been in this like six years? Mm. Like the biggest learning points, like from when you started to now? Don't sleep with your clients. That is the <laughs> biggest learning curve. <laughs> we all mess up and we all do things. <laughs> we all we all say that we won't do it and then you do something dumb like you shit where you eat yeah. and then shit hits the fan. But that's yeah. literally part of the learning curve is learning that self-discipline to separate work and relationships. Yeah. Yeah. What other learning points besides that? Um, big one, probably a big one is compassion. Like when I first got in the industry, I was, uh, pretty much my way or highway. I mean, I still am to a point, but I'm, but you've changed. (laughs) (laughs) I think a big thing for me is just being, uh, being more compassionate and empathetic. Like some people, Mm. you can push some people and then other people you just can't push. You just got to like, shuffle them along go with um, their flows yeah 100% so working with different energies has been a big thing and understanding that um, you know the different types of clientele you have over different periods to reflect on where you are in your mindset in your business yeah like if you look at my core type clientele now it's lawyers it's doctors it's people that don't want to be on social media but they're professional people that refer people that are other professional people. Yeah. So a lot of that time, and like if, if I go back to a year ago, like my main type clientele was like fitness models. The thing yeah. with fitness models is that more often than not, they are harder to retain because everything's an instant gratification type world in the sense that they want to, uh, they like they like to experience different coaches, they like to change, yeah. try different things, like new trends. If one person does this, they want to do that, yeah. which is all good, but... I find in the long run with the clients I have the most success with in a long period of time are those professional clients are the CEOs, they run their own business, uh, they don't really care about what's on social media, but they care yeah. about living their lifestyle and maintain some level of health out of it. 100%. Yeah, so that's been a, that was a big learning curve because I always thought like at, at some point, like it was, uh, I suppose that was my niche, was uh, training you know, micro-influencers or things like that. And I realized that that's not actually a sustainable way my business goes yeah yeah hundred percent hundred percent no I agree I I agree solely with the like having professional people in your client base because mm. like they seek the value in what you like deliver yeah and they know what they want they you know they'll, they'll pay for it they'll pay for your service and more often not they'll like always show up and they're, they're the ones that kind of push themselves hundred percent yeah what about you what's uh, some big learning codes Big learning curves. I guess two things come to mind and it's knowing your lane and knowing your worth. So knowing your lane as in, as you touched on with like the influencers, now you specialize in like corporate or professional industries. Knowing my lane is like, maybe I don't want to train everyone because one, as you touched on before, like different energies, like um, people might not show up ready to go. They're they're half-assed. So generally people um, in those corporate and professional sort of sectors uh, are ready to go, have their wits about them. Um, and they're the people that I like to train. So knowing my lane 
is, you know, getting the right people for me, not just taking everyone, which at the start you can't really do. You kind of need to take as many people as you can so that you can live. But now, like, when you have the opportunity to take the clients that you want, so know your lane, know your client, I think that's that's been a big one, uh, and knowing your, your worth as a coach. So starting off at, like, you know, ridiculously cheap prices per session versus now where I've, like, put the prices up and I look at the com- comparison between the two and it's always the people that are paying less tend not to take the most out of the session of the service and the people that are paying more like 100% will take more out of the uh, session, out of the experience, out of me pestering them and like actually getting results. Like they're, I would say 90% of the people that get results with me are the people that, you know, are dedicated to the service. And so, so knowing your value, um, I think those are two big learning points. And also the, the need for continual learning because if you stay stagnant, you're going to wash out so that continual learning, like improving processes and learning in like social media, staying on top of, you know, new social platforms is, is so key because otherwise you'll just get swept under the rug and you'll sink pretty quickly, I think. Mm. Big time, man. Yeah, mm. like that's that's its own thing. Like a lot of, you know, probably as much as I know about social media, it's like I much prefer to outsource to someone else yeah. in ways of posting and all that. Like I like to write the... Like I was looking before the podcast, but like you know, I like to write the outline of how things are run. But yeah, details in that freaking just yeah, because it's yeah. a lot to take on, eh? It's a lot, and there's yeah. so much that you just don't know about. Mm. We're like outsourcing it; they're like all over. It's their bread and butter. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, yeah, it's like us some personal training. Yeah, yeah. It's so ex- like it can be so expensive. Mm. Like I was paying like fifteen hundred a month for for my guy, and like he would just do the photos and videos. Like he's excellent, and like he does such an awesome job. Um, but it's very expensive. So you add that on to everything else, you know, and then you learn for yourself. It might not be as good, but like you can somewhat grow with that. And, yeah. And yeah, it's, that's the requirement for continual learning. You know? Yeah. 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 No, big time. Yeah. Cause I remember, cause you've been in the industry for, was it two or three years? I mean, not even two years. Not even two years. Coming up yeah. two years in August. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's cool, man. And it's like, it's been like really nice to see where I started to where I am now and to yeah. see the, immense growth that everything's come with yeah so, heck yeah I like that you'll be six years in August crazy yeah. <laughs> I mean time flies hey. it does man it does time flies yeah. so what's like your goals for the next six months um, with the, with LiveFit uh, the main thing with LiveFit is just get it um, remove myself out of it a bit more because uh, I've been doing it for six years so yeah. I'll take a break from the coaching side of it and just work in the background a bit more um, and actually help grow the personal trainers that are there to bring on more personal trainers. Because the, the whole goal yeah. is to be able to help as many people as possible. Um, primary thing is obviously being able to help members with specialized one-on-one coaching. Yeah. And secondary is being able to provide a place where people can run their businesses and do well and learn and upskill at the same time. So being able to do that, that's like my main goal. Um, and it is difficult. And I suppose that's the thing you learn too when you when you got people with, working with you too is that a lot of time people come to that business to see you and being able to uh, give that same energy to or expect that same energy from your trainers as well is a big thing as well as being able to go, all right, cool. So I want you to train with uh, you know, X because... I believe they're going to be really good and they specialize in this and it's yeah. exactly what you're looking for and they're like, oh, but I want to train with you. I was like, well, I'm 
not actually taking on clients right now. So little things like that is being able to look at like where you're at and how do you uh, build that culture within the place and yeah. the skills within those trainers. So yeah, just being able to provide a really awesome service to people. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That must be pretty crazy from like personal training for six years to now being like a business owner and not actually being as hands-on in your yeah. business and like taking a step back and yeah. making sure everything else behind the scenes is running smoothly. Oh man, it's, it, like that was probably the first year I felt like it was a struggle to maintain a good level of service that I know I can provide. I yeah. had a chat with a friend like ages ago like about it and he was like, look, I think your service is good. I'm like, yeah, it's probably... Because when you're, when you're just a personal trainer, like you're just, you're just focusing on personal training, just focusing on your yeah. programming, focusing on your clients. Yeah. When you got employees and you've got contractors and you've got a whole you know, facility to operate and so forth, and then plus you're still trying to build a train, something yeah. will have to go eventually. Something's got to get Yeah, exactly. And that's where I figure it's like, you just you kind of learn as you go. You're kind of like, all right, cool. When do you pull back on? When do you have to put more into? And then yeah. whichever one, whichever bucket you take from, you have to put into another and vice versa. So yep. it's huge learning curve, but I fucking love it, eh? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's good that like, you have passions in the business because like, it, it obviously shows itself like with your work, with your clients and your work. Um, you know, change people's lives. Like that energy has, has shifted from like your your passion into your clients. Yeah, you know, which yeah, is exactly. awesome, man. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, as I said to you earlier today, I was like, I, I get a lot of benefit from from our sessions. You're actually like a, you know, I'd say a pretty bad coach, but no, 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 you're brutal, you're brutal, man. Um, but like, you're really good in like educating as well as punishing, mm. and punishing, I mean, in the right regard, and and change the loops. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's um, it's really good to see like someone of your energy because like you go around to like so many other gyms, and it's just like PTs I just don't care, and like they're really delivering a subpar service. So when you like see someone like doing really well, it's good to like cling on to that and, yeah. and try and piggyback and learn from them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent, man. It's have you, good to see you grow. Yeah, yeah. You have say? you had any like mentors or people that you've learned from? Like uh, are you talking about particularly in the fitness industry or yeah. like in general? Yeah, in the fitness industry. Oh, fitness industry. Like yeah. when you first started, was there like someone that you, you know, linked up with and was like, "Oh, this person's going to take me places." Pretty much, yeah. So I uh, worked at a place called Shredded Strength mm-hmm. Institute. So that was a that was a great place. Learned a lot from the owners there, Martin and Kelly, until I decided to until I had my resignation to leave. Yep. And then they turned sour and called all my clients and told me I was this and that and that. Um, I shouldn't train with them because I had a criminal record and all that. So lost 80% of my business overnight because of them. But at the same time, I take away the positive, which are the things I learned from them yeah. about um, a lot of it to do with programming, nutrition, exercise, execution. Those were things that helped me a lot through um, yeah. through my uh, years of personal training. Yeah, that's intense. Yeah. So they were, they were a big part of that. And then uh, previously before that, there was a guy named Mike Thornton. who was like, a, he taught me uh, powerlifting because he had done... Australian strength course coach way back in the day and so um, yeah he got me into powerlifting like powerlifting lifting style and yeah. training styles and I, I love that so that was a that was the kind of thing that really ignited my passion for being a strength coach yeah um, which is really cool and then yeah who else along the way oh, I had a few um, Shane Smith I think you've um, oh yeah yeah, yeah yep, I did yep, a few yep. mentoring sessions with him yeah um, yeah lots of uh, a few a few with him sorry and then another friend of mine, Jack Zubalek, uh, gym owner, um, been a been a good influence on me. Yeah, uh, Johnny from PBS, 
Jims, uh, another more recent mentor. Yep. Uh, who else have we got there for? Trying to think off the top of my head. Um, yeah, the main ones that come to mind. I'm sure there's a couple others over the years that I've yeah. uh, had chats with and different things and picked their brains on different things and been able to execute different plans that they help yeah. come up with. Yeah. yeah, that's a fair list. It's good to surround yourself with people that are going to bring you up and, and oh. share the information. Paulie V. He's a not yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't get him. He's a good one. Just a very humble, successful guy who just uh, very passionate about again exercise execution, which is yeah. a huge thing, and has the biggest calves in the world. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah. yeah, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he's got such a good physique. Yeah, yeah, he's brutal. Oh, he's brilliant. Man. I was shaking like a shitting dog with his posing sessions. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very humbling experience. Yeah. Uh, what about yourself? Um, mentors yeah as I said you for sure man like you've taught me so much um, with coaching cues exercises um, ways to run my business value Um, and then I actually look yeah valuing yourself that's big yeah yeah 100% Um, and then I look at like my current clients like the people that I there's there's one guy that I see like every day like Monday to Friday we go to his house and like I absolutely tear the shreds out of him like he loves to be punished but he's super successful um, in business, and like I ask him every like every session is always like a good topic we talk about, and he's taught me a lot about um, about running a business and like dealing with people, you know, progressing all that sort of stuff. That's key. Um, and then, you know, I look at the trainers around me, um, and I use them as like. Um, motivation I go oh they're, they're doing something really cool I really like the way they do that and then I'll go like ask them and I and you know kind of learn from them and you know kind of put that in my programming and my coaching style um there's a few good trainers at my gym that I look up to in, in that regard um and there's a few like online figures that I like to look at on like Instagram but other than that man I, I would say like my close circle has been my like, biggest influence yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that man yeah that's yeah. important to have those clients like uh, again out, if, we, if I go outside of the fitness industry fitness industry and mentors uh, one of the first ones that really got me into thinking about what I could do was uh, the guy uh, so the last time I ever had a job was yeah. over would be pretty much six years ago worked for a company called Access Hire and the owner of that company um, John Jones he was a I remember sitting down and asking him just how he got to where he got to. Yeah. And just hearing his story. Yeah. Um, being 13 years prior to that conversation, he was, uh, you know, a broke car salesman, I believe it was. Or he just wasn't, he wasn't being able to pay for his school. Yeah. His kids' school fees, things like that. And then 13 years forward to that conversation, I think the company was valued at, it was like three quarter, one third of, it was under a billion dollars anyway. But it was, yeah. it was a big company that he had, he had, been able to build um, and just being able to sit there and have that conversation with him and I was like oh cool well I think I could do something with my life yeah and, yeah it's inspiration <laughs> yeah so that was really cool so he was probably one of my first mentors that I was like yeah really just inspired me to do something I think yeah. and then one of my clients Jeremy um, uh, he's uh, another guy that uh, loves loves growth and entrepreneurship and business and yeah he gave me a lot of advice just as who've been training me since like 2018 yeah um, and just yeah just little things like that you just meet those people along the way that just have a, a small input into what you do that creates waves 
Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And they speak from a place of experience, right? Hundred percent, man. So that's yeah. that's key. Mm. Yeah. What's been like your? Lo- has Jeremy been your longest running client? No, actually, uh, client for we go down to gym member. Um, that started me on my probably second week when I was at Revo back in 2018. Yeah, uh, she trains with Tara now because she does uh, more group style training. But um, yeah, yeah like you know, she's been part of Lifit since Lifit was born in 2019. Yeah, so yeah, she's probably my longest running one. That's awesome. Yeah, I think about that. Like, I had this consult the other day, and I told this guy straight from the start. I was like, the relationship is the most important thing to me. Like, that we get along, that we're going to, like, connect well, we're going to do good for each other. It's so nice to have those people in your life that, you like, yeah, they're clients, but, like, they become way more than that. Like, yeah. friends like, like us, you know? Um, Wait, we're friends? No. I'm saying for the podcast, bro. <laughs> Don't make me look bad. <laughs> no, but, like, to have that, like, that's the most important part for mm. me is, like, having that really good connection and like I'll meet up with like my clients like outside and we'll you know go play golf or come on trips or I'll use their services somewhere something like that that's the most important part yeah so it's like it's nice to go to work and like just deal with people that you like and that like you yeah for sure yeah exactly yeah that's uh I hope they like me (laughs) (laughs) oh mate yeah no it's uh it's an interesting yeah, it's just, it's a great journey, man. I've loved it. I've loved every single minute of it. There's times where you just lay awake all night going, shit, how do I do this or how do I do that? And then yeah. eventually, man, you just ask the right questions or you ask the right person the right questions and you get the answer yeah. you need and off you go. Yeah. Yeah. I see that at like when my alarm goes off at five o'clock in the morning, I look at my alarm and I go, oh, fuck. <laughs> I would kill for another hour's sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's been like a killer the early mornings and all that sort of stuff yeah man but yeah, 100%. You're right. yeah 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 so if you weren't personal training where would you be do you reckon mm, I'd be running I reckon oh, I don't know if I'd say hospitality but I think I'd be running some sort of hospitality type business yeah mm. yeah okay what like a restaurant yeah look uh, like because when I was personal training uh, I have uh, another business that I still need to do more with called Fuel Mission yeah. my idea was to turn that into a cafe yeah, uh, okay. we can buy ready-made meals uh, to fuel mission yeah. and uh, coffee as well. So that was a uh, that was another part of business I always wanted to do, yeah, and right. something I'll probably get into in the future. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah and if not that, uh, definitely there's always been. I've always done some sort of charity work. So I have Safe Walk Home as well, obviously, uh, not for profit. Um, so yeah, doing some sort of charity work has always been a big thing. Yeah, what I do um, cash the philanthropist. Yeah, I think it's just uh, like a lot of what drives me to do what I do is a way to give back to someone yeah. or something uh, or help some someone in the community. And I look at like, you know, I suppose with personal training, it's like, what is what is the thing that I help people with? It's been able to help uh, that individual create healthier habits that are going to last a lifetime. Yeah. I look at it like, you know, opening a gym, it's been able to give someone who might not train with me. Yeah. A facility where they feel safe and uh, they feel safe and I don't know that I've ever felt safe in your gym <laughs> every time I come in I'm like I don't feel safe <laughs> something's gonna give that's cause I wrote your program <laughs> um, yeah like for the average person who comes in there's ways I'm yeah. it's, it's a safe judgment free environment they come into and they enjoy so yeah, yeah and it, you know it's just everything I've done I'm just like uh, it's just a need to be able to help people and I think that's the the best way to some sort of happiness internally is 
being able to help people. Yeah, yeah that's profound. Yeah, it's it's like that circle. Hey, give to yeah. others and they will give to you. Yeah, yeah, 100%. yeah. Yeah, that's nice. I think about it. I'm like, if I wasn't a PT, I would 100% be an actor, stripper, or a model. <laughs> no, no way. I reckon I would have stayed in the corporate field because I really like like the business side of this. Yeah, and it's it, to be honest, it might be a transition that I make back. Either that being like a gym owner, um, or going back into the corporate field. But yeah, I like the business side. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I agree, man. It's uh, there's so many different things you can do in the industry too. Like, um, you know, even with uh, the gym, is you know, it went from just being able to eat. Well, if I go back a few years, it's a uh, first started running the powerlifting comps in 2000. And, I think it was 2019. 2019, yeah, when I started running powerlifting comps, just novice powerlifting comps, and yeah, you know, even that has its own thing and it has it gathers yeah. its own people around that, and then things like photo shoots as well, being able to put on events, and then plus the educational things like educational sessions, like being able to educate. There's just so many avenues you can go down that all yeah. kind of have a approach to the, to the ultimate goal of helping yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That there's so many like subcategories within what you're already doing. Yeah, you can go every which way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. I mean, each of them takes a percentage of your energy and a percentage of your work and ethic, yeah. um, but it's just it's just part of it, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Um, what else you want to talk about? I don't know, man. What's uh, what have been? I suppose um, mistakes you made in the. Uh, I mean, you're pretty new to the industry. I've probably yeah. got a shitload more than you to talk about <laughs> in that area. Yeah, <laughs> mistakes. Um, oh. Look, I, I like to take the approach of like they're all learning experiences. But mistakes, I think, was devaluing my service right from the start, um, which is kind of hard to to transition. So it's kind of like almost you have to rebrand yourself and and, and start afresh. Um, and do you know what the biggest mistake that I've made in PT was right at the start? All I wanted to do was get people to just like me, and I assumed that they would just stay around. And, you know, that I have a, lot, a large percentage that have stuck around. Um, but it was like, you know, maybe not challenging them as much as I could. And it was just like, you know, we'd talk for too long or we would just, you know... Pretty much what you do, try and do in our sessions. 100%. <laughs> you try um, to talk too much. <laughs> like, um, come on, Jack. <laughs> yeah. But, well, I'm a very talkative person. I'm a yeah. very social person. But, like, that was probably the biggest mistake. And that was something that I've worked really hard at changing. Whereas, like, now I, like the stopwatch like we're taking the rest time as soon as that's done it's time to work mm. um, so to actually like give my clients more rather than just kind of be a friend be more of a coach that was a good transition that I really made and that was a mistake that I made at the start um, yeah I remember yeah. when we were going uh, when you decided you want to prep I was like okay prep mode's on it's hustle mode and you're like why are you so mean to me? <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be mean to you, man. I can't be your friend during this phase. <laughs> that was so brutal. Yeah. That was so shit. That was probably one of the worst things that I've done. It was a prep. <laughs> I didn't even get that. About four weeks out. <laughs> yeah. But no, it was a good decision, man. You knew what you're, like I said to you, like it was, it was just an honest conversation that, you know, you're, you are here. I need you here. But the amount of effort you've got to put into it with everything you got going on like Yeah. It's just you don't, you don't have it, man. Some people, you know, if you've got a clear schedule and a clear mindset and everything just aligns up, that's great. If it's yeah. not, it's just shit. It's a shit show. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. What are the biggest mistakes that you've made? Oh, let's see, man. <laughs> don't um, say what I think you're going to say. 
Again, just mixing uh, mixing personal life with business. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. <laughs> it's just, yeah, man. Like, uh, and I suppose that's where, when you integrate yourself so much with work, yeah. it's easier to have the two cross and like probably work harder now to keep that separate. Yeah. Um, making sure that I have a home life and I have a work life. Yeah. Um, like little things like, okay, I say this with a computer sitting on my desk, but I don't usually have the computer here. Yeah. I try not to keep the computer at home so I don't work from home yeah. as much. Um, so I do come home, it's just chill, man. Like, um, yeah, so that's, that's a big thing. Uh, other big things was not questioning things enough when I got tall things. I just like, I've always been a very open book when it comes to learning. Yeah. Um, I just absorb things, but uh, I think taking things with a grain of salt was a big thing. Yeah. Um, what's another thing? Yeah, realizing realizing the difference in personalities and how to help different personalities. There's some people you can you can you can help as much as you try. Like you can try as hard as you can to help them, but if they don't really want it, they won't get the result. Um, and that's just that's just some people, man. You can't you can't force some people to do certain things. Yeah, uh, yeah, and it's just it is what it is. And probably the other thing is. Again, this will go both ways, but pushing some people too hard and then not pushing other people enough. Yeah. Like you never really know where that fine balance is, but you kind of yeah. just learn as you go. Yeah. Yeah. Back to what you were saying about taking the, like, keeping your work and personal life separate. Like, that's something that I've noticed, like, with you in the past, I don't know, six months, you've been spending more time, like, in your, in your personal life, which is so much better because, like, Previously, we were just like balls to balls, <laughs> like 12, yeah. 13, 14 hours a day or more. Yeah, yeah. And like that just takes a toll. Mm. And like you could see, so it's, it's nice that you've kind of found that balance now. Yeah, yeah, even just capping the amount of sessions I do. Like try, try yeah. not to do more than eight sessions a day. Like that's just the absolute max I do. Any morning, um, just like start to drain. Hey, yeah, we like previously before the gym, um, like I'd cap off at 10 sessions a day, but there's just. I tried doing that when I opened the gym and that was just too much, man. Yeah. Way too much, eh? Yeah. So. It cooks your circuits and then yeah. like, that you wake up the next morning and you're still not 100% because like, it's mm. so draining. Yeah. Like you think about like what, 10 hours more or less of work just constantly talking and giving feedback yeah. and yeah. analyzing and yeah. yeah. And when you when you have a service that's a top, you know, it's a higher class, a high ticket price service so you're paying people are paying a high premium for your service, you want to maintain that. And when you overwork, you drop, yeah. you drop service. And yeah. it's just a natural thing that happens when you overwork yourself. So it's, you just got to, uh, like for me, it's just being able to rest more, like take time off, like take a weekend away, go yeah. do stuff. Like, yeah. Just, Reset the clocks. Yeah, 100%. So important. Yeah. yeah. Not saying I get it perfect all the time. There's times where I just times to stuff up a lot. Like, the amount of things I've tried and failed in, in business has been yeah. freaking amazing. Like, I look at the number of them, I'm like, holy shit, whether it's different systems or different packages or different offerings or different sales things, the amount yeah. of things I've tried and failed on go far succeed the things I've succeeded in. 100%. But yeah. like, it's so important to try all those different things. Yeah. Because then you like, you do find something that works and it works really well. So then you just keep hammering on that. So it's like so important to, to try do as much as you can yeah right yeah and not shoot yourself in the foot and just stay in your lane yeah 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 that's it man um what else what else you got to talk about what about some uh what about for yourself like where do you see yourself going in the industry um do you know what since I opened or well, since I started I always thought about having my own like personal training studio yeah like similar to yours 
Um, I'd love it in the area that I'm already in, like Cottesloe, Peppermint Grove, Mozzie Park, Claremont, somewhere around there. Just, just like a boutique private training studio where I could just have it exactly how I want it. You know, everything set up how I like it. Um, make it a more interactive experience. Oh, I don't know, commercial gyms can be a little bit washed out. Uh, it does I get that way out. Yeah, it's, it's hard to get that community in there. Yeah, so yeah. I'd like to build more of a community. Um, so that's what I would like to aim to, like open my own boutique studio. Um, and yeah, just like keep doing courses and like conventions and bettering myself and you know my processes. That's my probably biggest goal right now. Yeah, just get better at everything. Yeah, that I'm doing currently. Yeah. Yeah, would you, man? That's uh, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, lots to learn. Yeah. Yeah. So just, much. You just never stop learning different things and yeah. different ways of doing things. Yeah. Yeah. But that's that's it. I really want to open the studio. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, Heck yeah. <laughs> it can be tough. I, I quite can imagine it. It's, it's, it's very yeah, tough. Yeah, it's just like anything, man. It's like, you know, if you see it through then, you get there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want that. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Get the goal. Like, uh, I remember this saying from like years ago. It's like, a dream becomes a goal when you set a deadline. Yeah. Yeah. I always had a deadline like the end of every year from since probably like since lived it. Yeah. Since I registered that as a company like it was in 2019 and the goal was just to open up a gym that year. Open up a gym the next year. I was like every year it was like the goal never changed but the year did. Yeah. The goal for the end of the year was always the same. It was like sure. open gym, open gym, open gym. Yeah. Eventually got there. It just takes time. Yeah. <laughs> just find ways that work, things that don't work. Yeah. How far away are you from opening the second one? Oh, I don't know, man. I feel like there's probably a lot more, and this is something I've learned probably in the last year. Like, the, uh, I, I thought, I thought the idea of opening a second gym was what I needed to get more reach, but I realised the amount, how much more I could fit into the current one I've got, is probably ten times where it's at. Yeah. So there's no point opening a second one with the extra overheads and leases and extra stress alone because. I suppose anytime you, uh, and this is the thing that I had to calculate, I was like, cool, let's see how much stress the first one, uh, like the one gym has on you. And then without the extra supporting staff, how much yeah. would it take to open a second one? I'm like, cool, that's going to take double the amount of stress. Yeah. Can I afford that right now? Or are you pushing the limits, the stress? And it's like, well, probably not. So how about I just focus the intention on one and make that really, really well and then go from there. So yeah, man, it's uh, how long was a piece of string, I suppose? Like, as much as I'd love to open a second one tomorrow, yeah. Um, the fact is, uh, I'd like to try and build that one, the first one, to the point where it's just can run without me being stressed or sure. being there as much, yeah. Which is sure. what pretty much the next six months is me being able to get that to a point where I don't have to be there, yeah, uh, as much, and then I know then that I can take that energy into a second one, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good to focus on like the, the watering your own garden right now. And yeah, 100%, man. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, because it's like, I spend a lot of time in the gym and I'm like, cool, if I had two, how do I divide that? Yeah. Where does that energy go? And yeah. it's like, the, one's going one's gonna to fall, one's going to rise. Yeah. That's the only way it's going to go. It's like two buckets. So I suppose maybe getting like, like just the right systems in place and getting the right staff, like that's a big thing. Like there's a lot of staff I've gone through. And in the past year, just being able to try to find the right support within the right staff to do the things that need to be done in order to grow. Because, yeah. uh, you know, anytime you've got to go back and double handle work or you've got to go through and retrain people, it's just, it just takes time out of it. And then the stress on top of it is 
being able to make sure the systems are operational, make sure yep. the staff operating, different things. So yeah, that's a that's been a big learning curve too. It's staff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, goes back to having the right people around you. Yeah, Andrew Holder actually, the owner of Revo, he um uh, he was probably a mentor along the way as well. Yeah, uh, he said just having the right team. He's like, you know, the right team will build your business any way you want to go. So yeah, yeah, trying to get the right team in. That's that's been a, a struggle, I suppose, in the past years. Just trying to find the right fit for the right team uh, with the right staff and then the right systems to suit and the right upskilling and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good um, like example to follow. Like Revo has just blown up so much. Hey, mm. like they just every other month they're just opening up a new place and yeah, they're just killing it. Hey, really killing it. Yeah, yeah. It's just they do they, they do really well at what they do and they you know I think a lot of it comes down to is their their team is so strong yep. with their the people they employ. Um, sure. Yeah. 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 Right from the start. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to good to mirror that one. I think have a look in there. Take a lot of good examples away from that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I spoke to Andrew in 2019, it would have been. Yeah. Or ended 2000... No, it might have been... I reckon it would have been to the beginning of 2019. Yeah, I spoke to him to pick his brain about different things. And it was just... Yeah, it was just good to chat to. It was probably his biggest advice is just uh, um, being able to have the right team around you. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That's pretty much it, man. Anything else you want to chat about? I think we covered... A lot of stuff. Yeah, heck yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. I'll drop uh, Jack's uh, Instagram handle down the bottom. So give him a follow. Watch his journey as he goes through his personal training. His uh, second year, second year, two and a half years in. Well, yeah, I'll just be turning uh, two. I'll be turning two in a couple months. I'll be turning two, so it'll be two. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks awesome. for coming on, man. Thanks, guys. Cheers.